San Jose, California, it's the Frugal Life Podcast. And here's the host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frugal Life Podcast. We have a great episode today, and I wanted to get a few things done before we start. One, if you don't know about the new giveaway, there is a new giveaway. All you have to do to enter is leave a review. Previously, I said on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, but now in addition to Apple Podcasts, you can do it on any podcasting platform that allows reviews. Hopefully, you leave me a good one and you'll be entered into the contest. So far, I only know about Apple Podcasts and Stitcher, so if you do a review on a different site, maybe send me a message somehow and tell me which site. Remember, my email is ricky at thefruglife.com. You can also follow me or message me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. have handles on all of those. As always, I'm looking for questions about the podcast, about investing, about anything you have questions on. Send me a message. Maybe you'll be featured on the podcast. And big thanks to the show's supporter, Ben. Thank you for your contributions. If you're interested in helping the show continue to run, you can also provide a contribution. There'll be a link to that in the show notes. Thank you, and let's get on to the first part of the show. Welcome to The Fruit Life. In this segment, we're going to talk about things I wish I had known when I was younger. Now, I've always been a pretty good saver of money. I remember when I was... mm, 21, I got my first job. There's some context behind that, but I don't want to get into it today. I had my first job, and I lived at home, and I went to community college, and I saved close to 90% of the money I made, maybe like 85. Because living with my parents, they paid for pretty much everything. They paid for my food, my lodging, uh, even my gas a lot of the time. I really had it good. And all of my money I would put into a savings account. And that's kind of my first regret. I wish I had invested in the market sooner. I wish I had bought some more stocks and invested in equity as I was younger. Because the stock market has done very well since that time to now. Now, of course, I have some hindsight bias because I can see how well I would have performed by buying stock at that time. But I also had other reasons for not investing at that time either. When I was going to community college, my expenses were low, but I knew that I was going to go to a four-year university soon, and I would need cash to pay for that. Uh, But the time did come that I switched to a four-year school. I picked a private school, but it was actually a very affordable private school. And I was also fortunate to get some scholarships and to get help from my grandparents which was a huge blessing to me. It also meant that I didn't spend nearly as much cash as I thought I would. And so I managed to get through my undergrad and then my master's degree without taking on any debt. I worked throughout most of school. There was one year, my junior year, that I didn't work at all. And that's because the uh, BYU accounting program has something called the junior core. And essentially... Your junior year of school is pretty crazy, and they advise you not to work if possible. And so I obliged, and I didn't work. 
Uh, but most of my time in school besides that, I worked. And even in my senior year, or not my senior year, but my final year of graduate school, I had a job as a TA, which was great. And I also had a freelance accounting business and would help a hammock reseller uh, do their accounting work. And sometimes as a TA, I would have office hours and no one would come to my office hours. And so I would do client work during my office hours. And so I would get paid double. Anyways, I really enjoyed school. And then I graduated from school and having worked and got scholarships and gotten help from my grandparents, I graduated with actually a pretty decent amount of cash. And so that's kind of part of the reason why I've made this podcast, right? To share some of the ways that I went through school, that I graduated debt-free, and also to share some of the things I'd wish I'd done. So you don't have to make the same mistakes as me, though. I would get started investing today pretty much at whatever stage of life you're in. And, I mean, just the biggest misconception I think my younger self had was that investing in stocks was going to be risky in a way that couldn't be managed. There is risk in investing in stock, but that risk can be managed. You can have a diverse portfolio. And in the long run, the U.S. stock market does very well. And if you have a well-diversified portfolio, you will do well financially. And I just didn't grasp that concept young enough. I thought investing in stocks was like gambling, and it can be. Actually, it totally investing can be totally like gambling. If you are trying to day trade and do crazy things and get huge gains every day, that can be like gambling. But investing in index funds and holding them for a long time is not like gambling. It is very financially prudent and a good idea. And if I had done that sooner, I would have a lot more money today. So that's my advice to you. Get started investing. You can always check out Webull and Robinhood and get a free stock from each of them. I'll have referral links below. You can also get started with a Roth IRA or traditional IRA. I use Charles Schwab for that. I'll have a link to that as well. I think my link will get you $100 if you set up an account with Charles Schwab, and I get absolutely nothing for that. So you get $100 basically from me out of the goodness of my heart. So check it out. Check out my link below uh, for Charles Schwab. And then in the near future, I will have an episode explaining the difference between 401k, IRA, Roth IRA, and all of that. And it should be good. All right. And now for a break. Okay, so I know I just spent the first part of this episode talking about how I put too much money in my savings account and I didn't invest enough. I do want to say a few things about savings accounts. One is that not all savings accounts are equal. They sometimes have different yields, different interest rates. So one thing that I do recommend looking into also is American Express's high yield savings account. I get somewhere around 2% in this savings account, which is way higher than a lot of other places. So I might check them out. If you are just banking with a more typical big like Wells Fargo or Chase, you probably are not getting the best interest rate. You may want to do some rate shopping. So maybe check out 
American Express. There's also other services that offer better rates than that. I think Ally may offer a 0.05% higher interest rate than American Express. And there's also other services as well. They all sometimes rotate who offers the best rate. So I just pick one that's good enough uh, because that 0.05% isn't going to make that much of it. And really, that's kind of what everything boils down to, though. Just being mindful of your money, being mindful of the interest rate you're getting on your investments, seeing how much money you need in the immediate future and keep that in cash. But beyond six months or a year or so of expenses, beyond just what you need immediately, you shouldn't keep that much in cash because oftentimes it won't keep pace with inflation. Of course, that's a whole subject in and of itself. Just know the Federal Reserve tries to target 2% as the rate of inflation. They don't always do this. Sometimes it's higher, sometimes it's lower. There's lots of debate on whether 2% is a good number. But you can use this 2% as a rough estimate in your planning for the future inflation rate in the United States if you need it. So if you're bank account is paying you 1% interest, but inflation is at 2%. Each year, you're actually losing money in a sense. And that sense is that the purchasing power of your money is going down. And to make matters worse, you're being taxed on that gain from interest. Uh, So it's kind of terrible. (laughs) So that's why tax preferred uh, methods of investing are preferable. But of course, we always have some cash needs, and so you always need to have some money in a savings account, and so you may as well get the best interest rate. And again, like I've mentioned before, that's just the frugal mindset, just taking an extra minute to look into things, to dig into things, and to find what's the best option. All right, well, thank you for listening. Have a great day, stay frugal, and see you next week on Monday.